Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey guys, it's George Bandarian, founder and general partner at Untap Ventures, a pre-seed fund and venture studio in Glendale, focused on the future of work. I think that's a great question. Um, first, if we just look at the stats, right? Uh, if we look at LA or greater LA, even maybe SoCal, it is in the top three, only behind Silicon Valley and uh, New York uh, in the US. And even if we go out globally, it's still in the top five or six um, globally. So I think we're there. We've arrived. We're one of the leaders, both uh, domestically and globally. But I do think that there are some misconceptions. I think people think that it's primarily kind of entertainment and media or B2C, you know, D2C, direct to consumer. And we've had a lot of those wins, but there's a lot of great B2B as well. And, and so that's, that's kind of more the area that we play in. I think that's one misconception. I think the other misconception is that it's all about Silicon Beach and which I love Silicon Beach, but there's so much more that started happening east of the 405, not just downtown LA, but you know, even when you go up north to like where I'm at in Glendale and we have a few unicorns just in Glendale and Pasadena, Burbank and the Valley in general. So it's really exciting. It's an exciting time to be in LA, to be in uh, the parts of LA that that we are located in, of, of course, we, we we work with founders all over, not just SoCal, but even across the U.S. that that meet our criteria. I think LA is a great ecosystem, and there's a lot happening, and it's a really exciting time to be here. I love that you're representing Glendale. One, I heard the city of Glendale is really supportive of the startup economy. And I would love to talk about like what Untapped is doing for the community too. So first, let's talk about the city of Glendale. Why is Glendale a place that should not be slept on? Yeah, so so Glendale has just lately, well, you had LegalZoom and then you had um, uh, Age of Learning, which is the ABC Mouse, uh, a lot of the, the kids' education um, company, and then Service Titan, right, that completely uh, is revolutionizing the home services industry. And that's just the start of it. There's a whole pipeline um, of other startups behind it. Yeah, Glendale is really becoming a great community for that. And we're here right in the in the heart of it. I think a lot of people in this area, just like people find downtown LA is their home. I think Glendale has a really strong startup community that's, that's building. At Untapped, one of our partners is also the city of Burbank. And, you know, they're working on what they're working on and, 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 and wanting to, to make an impact, especially in media and entertainment where they're strong. Pasadena is really strong with the focus on like the more scientific and technical with Caltech and JPL. Um, and then you have a lot of corporates here, right? You have Disney, you have JPL, like I mentioned, and you have a, a lot of corporates in those three cities. So this is a great area to be in, especially for B2B. And we're working with not just like the early stage startups, but you have a lot of great seed, series A, series B, you know, 
friends of mine, people I know, a lot of people that are now kind of, you know, the next wave is is kind of coming through this side of town. Hey everybody, this is Brian Feminella, CEO of Soundmind here, where you can find music therapy at your fingertips right here, right now. Currently based in downtown Los Angeles, culture. There's so much vibrance and community and nonprofits and groups that are all here to help you um, and, and really be advocates for what you're doing. And being downtown, you're really in it. You see everything. You see the most incredible you know, instances that we're able to kind of put together. And, you know, speaking of downtown LA, I know we just talked about Yovu, which is where we're going to, which is a great restaurant. It's actually on Mid Wilshire in Santa Monica. So it, in both places, you definitely got to check out. It's an incredible restaurant and uh, check out eat at uovo.la and you can get more information on that place. I go there with my co-founders and other founders all the time. What has been a piece of advice that you've gotten that has really helped propel you in your work journey? The biggest piece of advice that anybody has ever given me was hold fast. There's going to be ups and downs. You're going to hold multiple hats and people are going to doubt you. They're going to not understand you. They're going to resent you. They're also going to be jealous and they're also going to not understand how to support you. And because of that, you know, it's really important to know that you are strong and hold on because throughout your entrepreneurial journey, there'll be so many ups and downs, but cherish the small wins. My co-founder and I have had to take a long time to understand this. Cherishing those small victories, whether it be a good week, a good day, a good email, that's what gets you through it. What is your favorite uh, tool? It could be a mobile app, website. What is your go-to? And it doesn't have to be LA-based. My favorite tool probably is DocSend. It's amazing. You're able to go in there, put your pitch deck on there, your executive summary, whatever. But the best part is when you email someone and you're an investor and you're like, hey, could you please check out our company? They're like, sure, I'll check it out. You can see if they open it, when they open it, for how long, and how long they're on each page. So that way, if you email them back and you're like, oh, hey, did you check it out? This happened to me once. And someone was like, yeah, looks great. So I emailed them back and I was like, hey, really confused on what you looked at because you didn't open it. They wrote this whole email about how they love what we're doing, how they love all these things that they made up. And um, which we don't do any of those things. And I said, you know, that's really interesting. Like, can I ask you where you got this information from? And they're like, oh, like your pitch deck. And I said, that's really interesting because you didn't open it. And they responded like, oh, we must have had the wrong pitch deck, blah, 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 blah. But like DocuSend comes in so clutch. It is the best source for any founder because you can see interest levels without even them telling you your interest level because you see how long they're on it and they're looking at it. Hi, I'm Mark McDermott and I'm the CEO of ScreenCloud. We're a SaaS platform for digital signage and we're based in Santa Monica. Well, London and LA, I think culturally is very similar. Um, like a lot of the people are living in shared like flats and things like that. You know, I've seen a lot of our colleagues working from their bedroom and that's just super unhealthy. I've also seen the hours of day that they tend to be working really stretching out. So first thing in the morning, they're getting up and they're getting on the computer. They're like 
on late at night often you know it's not it's not right you know it's not it's not healthy to be connected just to one room and like have everything happening and I think that we had a you know it's been like the lockdowns have been pretty severe in both the UK and the US. And uh, I think it's really affected everyone's mental health a lot. Mm -hmm. And we've just started going back in and just having, you know, socially distanced. We're not letting everyone back in because we're being responsible about that. So we're kind of taking it in shifts and turns and things like that. But just the atmosphere, everyone just feels a bit like a weight has been lifted. You do a Zoom call and you do a Zoom call for a reason. Right. You don't just go on Zoom and just sort of shoot the... I don't know if I, I should well, say that. Unfortunately, but, you know, some people do. It drives me bananas. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I get Zoom fatigue, if I'm honest. Me like, too. You know, yeah. So if, you, if I've done like six hours of Zoom in a day, I just I just feel absolutely exhausted. Same. And often I just sit on the sofa at the end of the day and just basically fall asleep or something. Totally. But you know what? I did a day yesterday where I did at least 50% of my meetings were in person. And at the end of the day, I felt energized. You know, I've, I've, it was it, the the atmosphere in the meetings was more lighthearted. Um, we didn't feel so constricted by time. We didn't because an hour goes in and you do yeah. the hour. We didn't like we didn't really think about time. We just kind of did the meeting until we didn't need to do it anymore. And right. you know, it was like, oh, it's twenty five minutes. Yeah. Fine, that's we, we're, we're done now. Hey, let's go and grab a tea. Or you know, um, I actually said to one of my colleagues, I was like, why don't we just go for a walk and, and do this one? It was like lunchtime. Yeah. It was a really nice day. So yeah. Yeah, let's go out and, and walk around. So yeah. we've lost that kind of informality and that playfulness in our environment by being these like, oh, it's a meeting. It's in my calendar. Yeah. I've got to turn up. Here's the agenda. It's just like, wow, wow. We really got a bit rigid here. And that isn't where the creative stuff comes from. It isn't where the those accidental moments happen the the way that the the friendships which can occur just by between people who just have nothing to do with each other in terms of their role but everything to do with each other in terms of their personality right and I just think that like I'm not saying that what happened I think it needed to happen given what what we've experienced and what what was happening but it has had some serious negative effects which we need to now redress and I have nothing against fully remote, um, but I think that that is a very intentional culture that you need to instill from day one. And I think the type of people that are going to be attracted to a fully remote uh, business, you know, is going to really suit them in terms of the location they live, maybe their family situation, their own personality, whatever whatever that might be. Right. I think when you're in major cities like London, LA and Bangkok um, and in Belfast, Northern Ireland, which yeah. is the capital of, it's a small country, but it's, yeah. it's capital. People who want to work in those environments, they want to be out in in the city, having the full city experience, which is your job, your colleagues, which become friends often. Right. And what happens after work, what happens before work, um, and just the buzz of of that. And I think, yeah, we've lost that. And so so companies that went full remote and then now are coming back out, uh, I, I expect most people to want to go back in when they feel safe. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.